And welcome back to 216 Baseball, Cleveland Baseball Podcast. His name's Alex. My name's Paul. And if you're mine, our favorite baseball team are the AL Central champs. You're in the right spot. Let's get into it. Hey, Alex, what's going on, brother? <laughs> the 2022 AL Central Champions. Bro, it has been a ride. It Since the last time we recorded, it's like, get get at least one from the White Sox. Narrator. <laughs> that They swept the bitch ass. Smack them in the mouth. Yeah. We could theoretically, at best, clinch on Sunday. If everybody, everything went right, the Tigers have to sweep the White Sox. We have to sweep them. Narrator. Smacked in the mouth. Everybody swept everybody. Smacked in the fucking mouth. Took it from a 12, the magic number to 12 to zero in six freaking games, dude. Let's go. Holy hell. It still doesn't feel real. Like, I'm excited. And I think part of it is just that... I knew it was coming after the sweep of the White Sox. And so I, and then it just happened, I guess, so quickly when I thought I, in my mind, I just thought I had a really busy weekend and I thought, well, it's going to happen early next week. And then it was just like, oh, okay. Oh, okay. And then Sunday, it's like, we're going to fuck around and clinch today <laughs> with a win or anything. I, I, and- I, part of me really wishes they would have clinched at home. Obviously, that's what anytime you win, you want to win at home with your fans. Yeah. But it doesn't change the fact that it's still dope as hell. It is absolutely incredible. The boys were hype. Um, we heard Hammy say, you will have an October to remember, which is when the real homies cry every time. It, I mean, just iconic. We win the division for the first time since 2018, which I knew that, but also doesn't feel like it's been that long. You know, it's kind of I had to take a second. I was like, shit, we yeah. really didn't. We haven't won it in three years, which is not. I mean, we're blessed. We have an incredible baseball team. But, yeah, you know, rest of the division crumbled. What can you we say? We clinched before the Yankees, so Who's we're the better than the Yankees. Not Hard gonna... to say. <laughs> <laughs> I was no, looking man. at it. I was looking at a stat, and they showed Tito's career wins pre-All-Star break and, pre-All-Star break and post-All-Star break. Yeah, Since the All-Star here. break, We've lost 17 games. Yeah. That's crazy. We've won 18 of our last 21 games. Yeah. And keeping up the count. It might even be better than that now. I but, think it's 18 and 21. 18 and 3, excuse me. Bro, 18 and 3? <laughs> we're and uh, this is what when when we were when we were down bad in Seattle and, and coming when we had that low point, I was yeah, like, when look, they smacked us in the mouth. Yeah, when I was like, look. Get it out of your system now. Get hot going yeah. into the postseason. Yeah. We're playing baseball better than debatably anyone in the MLB right now. I and Quincy today. we have not wavered from our version of baseball. 
Not at all. It's been the same thing. In fact, it's been almost a more obnoxious version where it's like, bro, just let the other teams breathe a little bit. Like, give them a chance. And it's just like, what's that? Put your foot on their fucking throats (laughs) and hammer down small balling people to death but like in the most disrespectful way i fucking love it with all of my heart i told quincy today i said i love that we're gonna get to rest up we have nine games left and we've clinched like there's nothing that we can do you know where we're at is where we're at you know we're not actually someone did mlb feel it who is like the silliest person the only way to describe him on twitter that's his whole brand he did say the Austin Hedges truther guy. He did point out that if we win every game and the Yankees lose every game, that we technically would be the two seed in the American League. So there's still hope, actually, that we wouldn't play in the wild card round. But, you know, for all intents and purposes, we're yeah. going to play in that. We're going to get. Look, we're in. Blue- and I've yeah. said it since. We episode one. Once you make it to postseason baseball. It's anyone's fucking game. Yes, it is. It's it got to do- get hot it, at the right time. It, it does not matter. Yes, we played the Mariners poorly a couple, like last month. Doesn't matter. It's no. all brand postseason baseball, brand new season. Everyone yep. zero and zero. Does not fucking matter. Yep. I told Quincy, I said, I love that we're going to get to rest for nine days, but I wish, I wish the playoffs started tonight. Because deep in my bones, I would not be scared of anybody right now. Like, absolutely. No, not I, at all. I be against the Astros. And don't get me wrong. I wouldn't be excited to go against the Astros. But I'd be like, we have a chance. Like, we could very well win this series. Like, Oh, yeah. We're we're playing at that brand of baseball that you see teams go on in, in well, it's still September, so it counts. In October, meaning playoff baseball, where it's like, you could be the wild card and win the World Series. Like, yep. you're playing the brand. Atlanta like, last you're year. You're not going to. Yeah, you're not going to lose. Like, you're just going to win. End of story. And everything's clicking where your bullpen, your starting pitching locks it down. And then your bullpen locks it down. And then in between that, they just find ways to manufacture runs, which we always Steven have. Kwan, who people have been, White Sox fans have been screaming like, oh, he's not that good because he doesn't hit for power. Grand slam. Suck my balls. True. Not against them, which I wish it was, but doesn't matter. Still counts. And actually, right before we started recording, I opened up Twitter for the first time in a couple hours because I'm a busy, busy boy. And Stephen Kwan won the American League Player of the Week. Nice. And we'll talk about him later, as you can imagine. Uh, absolute chills. Like, it's... He deserves it. it. I mean, spoiler, he has like a one... Actually, Andres Jimenez has a higher OPS in the last seven days, but he's got like a one-two OPS. So Quan popping off. But there's all kinds of stats, all kinds of jokes. I had bookmarked stuff all season. I came for throats. I didn't care. I kept stuff from like two, three months ago where people talked shit. Oh my yeah, my favorite was a guy saying Keep your Guardians, Gu- Guardians fans in my mentions, uh, searching, acting like the White Sox aren't going to win this division by ten games. And the irony of it, when I chose yesterday, was that. The White Sox are like trailing the division by 10 games right now. So I slapped a nice little screenshot and just said, the stories write themselves sometimes. Yeah. Like, <laughs> just the irony. And then another guy saying it from the Twins, enjoy it. And I've I've been coming at him, actually. His name's Jackson. I've sent yeah, him I know. about five, I've seen it. 
five or six tweets, just checking in. He's real quiet. He hasn't said anything. So I'm going to send a wellness check here soon. I'm really worried about Jackson. He has, he stopped talking shit. Uh, but he had one from like the middle of July where he's like, you know, saying shit that the twins are, uh, you know, enjoy it now. It won't be long lived talking about like the twins are going to run away. And I just really weird. I don't know if his internet or his phone plan got like messed up. I think internet in Minnesota is shit, but yeah, I, his phone plan, I don't know. Pay your bills. Really, really weird Jackson. Cause you're not around right now. And I've also got one bookmarked where he said, whatever you guys are going to get bounced in the first round. Had to bookmark that one because he's really going to get it if we get out of the first round. I'm going to maybe get us ban- like get a 24 hour block on Twitter. Honestly, like they might be like, you need to time out. <laughs> this is this is cyberbullying. Yeah, like it's gonna <laughs> it's gonna border on cyberbullying actually if we get out of the first round. So no, things have gotten real quiet. Everybody's obviously just harping on the people that said we had a disgusting brand of baseball. Uh, the White Sox at the beginning of the season tweeting out one of their big accounts tweet it's verified uh, White Sox talk or whatever with the picture of uh, you know. Will, Will Smith, Smith you know, the Fresh, Fresh Prince. Prince of Bel-Air with the like waiting for the rest of the division to show up. Our own Guardians like admin created a, a win hive shit post of like all yep. the like preseason. I mean, you just you love to see it. Just everybody talking shit on the timeline. And people are like, well, when are we going to let it get over? I have no plans to stop. I need you. No, to know. I not at all. Well, hear me I'm out. Right. Not gonna there stop is talking shit. when we've won the division in the past, we were expected to win the division. Yep. If we don't say anything to people, we're, you know, I feel like we're but here's pretty classy. A, like, like, it's not often that we're underdogs in this division and win it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Boy, does it feel good. Oh, yeah. We had right here, the first thing I put in the, I put a bunch of random stuff just to make sure we talked about. Today, uh, MLB tweeted out that, uh, Basically, what Fangraphs had said preseason, we had a 7.5% chance of winning the AL Central via Fangraphs on opening day. Seven and a half percent. I wish I would have put money down. I wish I would have. Yeah, you'd have made some, even like 100, even 50 bucks. I don't know what the preseason odds were, but you would have made some money. Yeah, I know. But God, it feels good. Like, And people can say it's a disgusting brand of baseball, but hear me out, right? People who enjoy, like, know baseball, enjoy baseball at its purest form, this is what baseball's about. They know this team fucks. (laughs) It's it's high contact, getting people on, getting people over, getting people in. Home runs are fun. Home runs are flashy. Home runs are cool. But baseball at its purest form is getting people on. Getting people over, getting people in. Yep. It doesn't matter how you do it. It's fun to put them in the seats, but you can do it a million other ways. And it doesn't matter if you, if Stephen Kwan hits a grand slam or if he gets four RBIs by hitting four singles. Guess what? Same production. Yep. Sometimes you got to put it in the seats, but. It is same thing. And we've talked about so much more fun to watch because you just feel like a roller, like this, this mounting pressure. Yeah. Of like, uh, it's like the Rick. What is it? Vince McMahon meme of yeah. like the WWE. Like, huh? 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 Like he's in his seat. <laughs> he keeps like his eyes get bigger. It's like every time there's a hit 
and we run the bases better than anybody. The yeah. the way we go first to third should be illegal. Like, no, I, I saw something. Crazy. We we have the best first to third percentage in all of baseball. Yeah, we are the best team. We're, we're the best team going first to third. Austin Hedges, who's a catcher, by the way, has gone first to third. Yep, the other day. He's a good base runner. He's got really put good pressure. If you put pressure on defense, defenses will crack. Doesn't matter. Yep. Doesn't matter who they are. If you just keep putting pressure on them, keep putting pressure on them, keep putting pressure on them, defenses are going to crack. You get in their head. I got to make this throw. Oh, I got to be perfect. Oh, I've got to get to the ball fast, and I got to be right on the especially you know I mean? on like, especially on these infield singles that we hit. I think we're first in infield singles too. We have we're to be fast. Ahmed Rosario's got like two hundred of them. <laughs> we're fast, so that makes people speed up. And when people speed up, when the game speeds up on people, you make mistakes. Stephen Kwan stole, stole like four bases this week. Like just disrespectful he's just like it's, oh, i'm gonna steal some bases <laughs> we we steal bases better than anyone baseball we're better at just general base running in all baseball better contact rate than anyone else in baseball what else lowest strikeout rate in all of baseball lowest whiff rate in all of baseball yep put bad on ball the what what if i said since episode one bad on ball good things will happen yep that's been and what's going on forever we won the division, dog. You, as long as you hit the ball, you're gonna end up finding gaps. Especially when we drop down to like a two strike count, you just choke up a little bit and just put the ball where it's put, hit the ball where it's pitched. Don't worry yeah. about trying to hit a home run. You see all these, all these big league players, they get two strike counts and they still use their A swing. Nah, go back to your B swing. Just get a base yep. hit. Give yep. you have. Eight eight other people in this lineup that can hit. Get on base. Let them bring you in. Let yep. everyone on this team does their job and relies on the other people to do their jobs. And we do it. And that's why we win baseball games. And that is so excuse me. Oof. I had some meatballs before this, so I'm a little gassy. <laughs> um But you have everyone relies on everyone, and when everyone does their job. Guess what? That's how you're going to win games. Yep. Which we are third best. This isn't to correct you. I was just curious. We're third best in baseball in stolen bases. We've stolen 112. The Marlins stole 117. The Rangers stole 120. So numbers, yes, cool, right? Most stolen oh, but bases. Base running acumen, but what's our what's a, our what's our caught percentage? That I don't have. But you I know what I mean? Because you can you can. If you throw more shit at the wall, more shit's going to stick. But if you also throw more shit at the wall, you're probably going to get more shit falling off the wall. You know what I mean? Yeah. I agree. And again, that wasn't to correct you at all. It was just more like I was genuinely curious and wanted to see. But yeah, as far as like, you know, base running, just savvy and acumen and stuff. I mean, it's off the charts what we do. It's it's crazy the pressure we put on. And dude, we we have won the 2022 AL Central. Like... Holy shit. With the nine Central games runs to go. Cleveland, baby. Nine games left. And we've already won. Already clinched. Like, are you kidding me? All season long. I said, just wait. We get the Royals for six to end the season at home. I've been saying that since like 30 days into the season. Maybe Our B earlier, team can beat then, the Royals. Yeah. Every once in a while, I'll just bring it up because I'm like, just stay in the fight. Something will happen. 
literally does not matter. I saw a funny tweet. Someone said, <laughs> someone said, I mean, to be fair, none, nobody thought we were going to be playing meaningful, meaningless baseball in the final nine games of the season. We just didn't know it's because we won the division. <laughs> don't matter. <laughs> oh, God, we won the AL Central, dog. It's still very much not real to me. And I, uh, I, I feel like I'm like halfway there. I know it. I'm excited. I think about it, but it's like it hasn't clicked. And it's just. I'm just getting antsy in my pantsy for the playoffs, but I just like now I'm ready for that. And it was kind of anticlimactic in the best way, right? It's how can I say it's anticlimactic to win a division? But it's like, oh, we're gonna we're gonna fight. And it, oh, just win one of these. And then I was so geared up for a fight. It's like when you're mad at somebody or you're pissed and you're like, if somebody says something, you're like ready and to snap. And then they just right? uh, they they genuinely apologize and you're like, Well, now I can't be mad anymore. That or they do what you want and you're like, Yeah. Oh, yeah, cool. It's kind of like that. I was all geared up, like, well, we're just going to fight them right to the end, and small ball, we go burr. But it's like, oh, we can win it with nine games left, and none of this matters. <laughs> it's like this, just stressing myself out. Oh, Jesus. But the way we've played, man, that Zach Meisel had a tweet after the game yesterday. The AL Central standings on the morning of September 9th, which was 17 days ago, okay? We were 70 and 65. Minnesota was a game and a half back, and the White Sox were a game and a half back. That was 17 days ago. After yesterday, we are 19 games above 500. We have won 86 games with nine games left. What the holy hell? The White Sox are 10 games back, and the Twins are 12 games back. And he said the Guardians absolutely sucked the soul out of the White Sox and Twins. Do you remember when I said when I, when I said 95 wins? I know, I know what you're going to say. In my head for the last four days, if I've we been do that about this, I will cream every part of my jeans. We have to win out, which would mean we'd finish on a 16 game win streak. But I promise you around like around the house in the last couple of days, I'm like, they could actually win 95 games. And I, know. I swear <laughs> to God, in my soul, I went, I can't Paul. That can't happen to Paul. Like you are the luckiest. I love you to death. I love you with every part of my being. You know ball. You are a great baseball mind. You are also the luckiest motherfucker when it comes to baseball stuff. You'll just be like, no, no, I just feel like this guy's going to do it. And there is no reason whatsoever for it to happen. And then that player does shit all the time. And I'm like, you can't keep getting away with this. It's because I don't look at analytics. I don't look at I, I go straight off a of heart and eyeballs. And it I hasn't know. failed me yet. So why change? I know. But some of it is truly like the Breaking Bad. He can't keep getting away with this. <laughs> like I, I don't We're gonna know. win ninety games. I mean, it doesn't really matter. But like a ninety, I said seventy eight. I said seventy eight to eighty three was the range, and we've already won eighty six. So we got nine to play. And it just goes to show you, baseball is played in between the lines. It is not played on you know in a calculator it you got to see what happens and i love it god we won the central what the hell dude we're a year ahead of plan this team i mean don't get me wrong let's win the world series but this team next year think about what we've sorted out we've we've had 14 debuts made okay our roster at the beginning of the season literally had bradley zimmer bobby bradley uh ernie clement was getting a lot more play time we had, I can't even remember, we DFA'd so many freaking people. Who else was on our team? Uh, we had Logan Allen. We had, um, 
who else did God? We've just uh Yu Chang was on our team. Um I'm forgetting somebody else, aren't I? But all these people we thought were gonna weigh down the team for months and months, and they were really aggressive and they've let kids play. I mean, Quan popped off. Andres Jimenez is like top six or seven in F war in baseball, like all of baseball. Like yeah. what? That's happening. I mean Oscar Gonzalez oh. came up in his hot. Yeah. Tyler Freeman's just- been playing a lot better lately. It's just everybody's been contributing. Will Brennan finally gets the call up, and then he's been he's slotted right in. Oh yeah, in Straw, guess who got their body back? Little summer <laughs> revenge body, OPS Little actually fall revenge body. Couple, yeah, fall revenge body. That's the one that gets you because you don't expect him. You see him at a hotel pool. Actually, I don't know where would trailer park people go to the pool. The community, not uh, the, the, the yeah, probably the community, like pool. hotel pool, like. Like days in outdoor pool, and you're like, "Oh, it's fall. Body ain't gonna be that tight." Straw shows up with a six pack, and not yeah. a six pack. Of he beer. like takes a hoodie off, and like, yeah, he like wears like a bigger hoodie, and you're like, "Oh, he," eh, eh. and then he takes it off. You're like, "God damn!" He's got one of those. He's got one of those uh, like kind of tattoos of a cross, not just a traditional cross. It's like kind of three D, and it takes up a lot of his like shoulder, and it looks like someone drew it with a sharpie. You know what I'm talking about? But speaking it of tattoos, have you seen Brian Shaw's back tattoo? I'm assuming. I wanted to. I guess hope. I'm gonna ask. I was hoping that that was photoshopped and or they put it in sharpie. Like that's not a real tattoo, right? Like it Brian Shaw seems like the motherfucker to get that. He has a gigantic like what would you even call that? Almost like the style gothic of, font of Shaw down his back, but not like kind of down his back, like 72 font size. I thought it was yeah. a joke, but I, I I don't know if it's real, let us know, but then we found out he's on Twitter. Apparently, one of the I think it was Andre Not said that he sees all the jokes on Twitter of like all the memes and stuff, and he loves it. And so it's like he's lurking on Twitter. I think that's terrifying and exciting at the same time. <laughs> I don't really know. Oh my god, this team—it's what a crazy. Time the youngest team alive. in baseball, the youngest team in AAA, and we're leading the division by ten games. And it's already clinched, so it doesn't even matter. I mean, what the hell? Just playing with grit, never giving up. The celebrations yesterday, iconic. You got Andres Jimenez. There's uh, Oscar Gonzalez being the pizza guy. And yeah. Andres Jimenez dancing with a, a thing of pizza. I think Eli Morgan's in the back dancing. They're yelling. To start things off, Tito says a bunch of stuff you can't hear. And then at the very end, he uh, what's he say? He's like, Way to fucking go. Yeah, that's what it is. Way to fucking you know, way to fucking go. And then they start <laughs> popping everything and they just lose their mind. When they were taking the team picture, you know, with everybody with cigars and stuff, Classe's live streaming it. On and his you phone. just hear someone yell, fuck the White Sox. Yeah, and then you also hear uh what was it? Fire did were they saying fire Tony or or Let's go Tony or something for like Tony La Russa. I think it was like fire Tony and they're just talking shit. They do not like the White Sox. The White Sox do not like us. And I I don't know. They can stew all off season on the couch and watch us play because that's not our problem. But yeah. they're just talking. Sh- the team is just so much fun. Naylor looked like he was about 10 beers deep before the celebration started. He's got a, a large pizza in the front row with a cigar and he's like, Throw, his tongue sticking out and he's throwing up peace signs like Bleh. it's just like 
<laughs> okay. <laughs> I, I I just want to be like a fly on the wall during that. You know what I mean? Like I just want to be this picture. Yes, I fucking love it so much. <laughs> Jesus. <I'm... sighs> I I just want to be like I don't want to participate. Yes, obviously I want to participate in it. But like I just want to be there to experience the craziness of it. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's a fun group and they deserve to celebrate hard. We won the division, man. Holy hell. They, um, they flew back to Cleveland, and there was a bunch of people waiting for them. Yeah, like 11 o'clock at night at uh, Cleveland Hopkins or whatever. And yeah. Was, you love to see it. Everybody excited. Tito, I saw, drove by and was, like, waving at people. And Austin uh, Hedges, Hedges was walking yep. to his car. Yeah, with his, and was, with his luggage. Yeah, like, like, talking to people and, and hooting and hollering, and people were cheering and stuff, which I tweeted something out for my personal account. And like I retweeted that pic, that video, and I was like, "Imagine wanting us to go get a different catcher on this team at the deadline." Couldn't be me. Yeah. I remember who you guys are. I remember the people that wanted us to go get a different uh, different catcher. Papa doesn't forget. <laughs> Papa, no, give you kisses. Papa, give you spankings. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, God, we won the division, and it's it, it's exciting to not only think about that, but. Another tweet from Zach Meisel says uh, the Guardians flipped Shane Bieber and Tristan McKenzie's spots in the rotation. Bieber's going to pitch on Tuesday, so tomorrow. McKenzie will go on Wednesday. And then assuming that they're obviously going to be on an every fifth day schedule, Bieber will line up perfectly for game one of the wild card series. And game two will be T-Mac. And I, you want to talk about things that make me, I could punch through sheet metal with my little man. Like, it's one thing to think about it, but then when you see tweets like this, it makes it real. You know what I mean? You're like, yeah. we're setting up, like, we're playing in the playoffs. Like, we're setting up our rotation, and it's just like, I'm going to come. And I'm telling you right Actually, now, give won. Bieber, if you give Bieber and T-Mac the ball one and two, feel really good about winning both those games. Yeah, and then worst case scenario, you throw Quantro out there on game three for, like, yep. a million runs of run support. Someone brought up a good point. Should we pitch Quantrill every game in the postseason so we score 10 runs a game? <laughs> it's a pretty good strategy. Just have them go out there for one inning every game. Yeah. And then, the, <laughs> the you know, all the hitters in the dugout, like, they snap their head like. <laughs> it's happening. He's here. <laughs> <laughs> we must score. <laughs> but when you read stuff like this, it really, one, I just can't stop grinning talking about this, but it really like sinks in like, oh, shit, we're setting it up. Like, you know, that's going to happen, but it's like, oh, boy, here we go. And I mean, yeah, you feel good about that. And at home, no matter what, we will. We have two rule, games at home. No, all three. All three games are at home. Oh, shit. The new rule with the expanded playoffs, every game, the the benefit of um, being the higher seed in the wild card round if you play in it. Uh, which the lowest division winner plays in the wild card round, the other two get a bye, is that you get home field advantage for all three games. Which we play real well at Progressive Field. <laughs> You're giving me Bieber, McKenzie, and then you could go Quantrill for three or four, Savali for three or four in a game three. You know, you could stack that. Yeah, I like our odds. Oh, I mean, man. Yeah, you didn't realize that. You're like... Oh boy! Playoff oh. baseball, baby. I know it's gonna be nuts. Oh God, I'm so excited. To October seventh, we all have plans. So you know, 
I'll take off work if it's the day game. I'm really hoping it's the night game. Um, the Blue Jays are going to probably be the one seed in the wild card standing. So I'm assuming they'll give them prime time. You know what I mean? And so I don't know if we'll get prime time or not, but uh, I don't know matter. if we end up playing Seattle. That's good baseball. Like that's how do you not put that on prime time, especially with them beating the shit out of us during the regular season? It's like, oh, revenge tour in Cleveland. Let's go. Yeah. We um, which today I also uh, I also tweeted out something because I got curious. So right now. It's Blue Jays up a game and a half. Then it's like the Rays up a half a game. And then the third place uh, right now is the Mariners. So whoever's in third is who we're going to face. So we got the Mariners right now. But I looked and the Mariners remaining schedule is softer than baby shit. Yeah. They get. They the also for three. just lost two of three to the Rangers, though. Yeah. But on paper, Rangers three, A's three. And then they finish with Detroit for three. And meanwhile, off the top of my head, the Rays get us, somebody kind of soft, I can't remember, and then they get the Red Sox to finish. Um, us? Is somebody else decent? Who the hell is it? I'll look it up real fast. But, you know, so if I was a betting man, the Rays probably slot down to us by the time it's all said and done. But, hey, if the Mariners want to suck ass and, you know, blow that chance, and if the Rays do whatever is going to happen, then fine by me. Uh, sorry, Rays get us, Astros, and Red Sox, which, you know, we're not going to put a lot of the A-team out there, but we're scarred from the Mariners. But right now, whatever, we can take them. But the Rays, I'm actually not as scared of, but then I factor in that it's the Rays, and they bring out Black Magic and Voodoo all the time, and then I'm like, yeah. don't really. But we've played them really well this year, so it's kind of like, bring it on. But again, if tomorrow it started, couldn't care less who we faced. I'm like, all right, we're we're about to roll. Like, get out of our way. Oh, anyway, I'm so excited. Oh yeah, God. I could. I, I have to stop coming. Yeah, I would say I have. Um, <laughs> I think tickets. I saw somebody was going around. Will go on sale to the general public on Thursday. I think in the early afternoon for the wild card games. So that's exciting. And then I know the team shop opened today and there was some playoff merch and it is on the uh, website team store, I believe as well. Some pretty sweet stuff. There was a red hoodie I saw uh, that says like division champs on it. And I was like, Ooh, I'm about to act up. Actually, I probably or hear me those. out. Just go buy our new shirts. True. Which is a great plug. Paul snapped once again. Uh, what did you, what was the name? We always kind of name our merch. What was the, uh, title? the champs? City the champs, champs are here. The champs are here. Uh, check out our exclusive uh, postseason merch celebrating the division win. Uh, link to our website is going to be in the episode description. You can find our discord, Patreon, newest episode listings and the merch store there. Paul did a great job. It's also on Twitter, which everybody knows at 216 baseball pod. Uh, it's the pin tweet right now. And so you can't miss it, but go check it out. It is a really sweet design and it makes me want to run through a brick wall. Yeah. The and front really says the central runs through the 216 and the back has says white socks with a check mark next to it. Twins with the check mark next to it. Tigers with a check mark next to it. Royals with a check mark next to it. 
AL Central with the check mark next to it and it says World Series dot dot dot. Because we're coming, baby. And speaking of the Patreon, not only did we release a new episode last week, but we've kind of touted the, you know, watch parties and stuff. And Paul, do you know if you work on the 7th? Because we will definitely make that a Patreon exclusive and we're going to have to watch the game together. Um, If you talk to the people, I can find out. Yeah, I'm assuming. He's going to have to do the math, but. We're gonna. Do well, I have a. I have to find the picture of my schedule. I have like a. Gotcha. I have it saved. We're gonna somewhere. do everything we can to do those watch parties in the Discord. So Discord is free. Doesn't cost anything. Patreon members do get the seventh. I work till two o'clock in the afternoon. Oh, so you're fine. It, like the game should start at two at worst, or it'll be the night game. So mm. we'll have an exclusive Patreon only uh, Discord channel to watch the. Watch the game, Paul and I, and you can come hang out with us. And yep. I'm really jazzed up about it. So check that out. And that's our internal plugs. Another just hype thing here is, well, I'll let you take it. I, I'm so hyped. I just keep rolling. Oh, yeah. So they uh, they released the MLB power rankings. Um, Dodgers in first, Houston second, Mets third. Atlanta fourth, Yankees fifth, who have been on a downward spiral. Um, Cardinals sixth, seventh, Toronto eighth, your Cleveland Guardians ninth, Sir. Tampa Bay Rays tenth, the Seattle Mariners, which kind of figured we would be higher than that, seeing that uh, Toronto is fighting for, or isn't like didn't even win their division, but whatever. I think we're better than Toronto. I think we're better than St. Louis. We've been playing better baseball than New York right now, but. Yeah, I agree. I mean, we're above, literally, we're winning our division, and we have a better record than the Blue Jays. And right now, our schedule's been tougher. I mean, yeah, the Twins and White Sox have fallen off, but we also blew their backs out and crushed their spirits. So, I mean, they're a great team and all, but, I mean, if I'd line it up, I think we should be at least seven. But you love to see it. And then just, uh, this was something I couldn't help, but we've talked about Austin Hedges, how much we love him. I don't know if you've listened to the newest Chris Rose rotation, I have not. which is awesome. He does, he has all kinds of guests on and Chris Rose is like the best there is at just interviews and it's amazing. I love the show, but Hedges is one of the five people. That's why it's called the Chris Rose rotation that comes on every like fifth week, basically. And it is such a treat. We know how much of a dude he is and just. A guy I would kill to just hang out with. And he's basically just Paul. But when you listen to him talk about stuff, people have been seeing it more because he's been doing the shirtless interviews that are hilarious and just joking around. But then he gets real serious and just he's such a team guy. Just the way he talks. The interview that he did last night. I might have heard some during the celebration. When they started asking him about it, it sounded like he was fighting back tears of how like happy and excited he was. And it made me made start getting emotional. In a full and, season. And like he was sitting there and like you could see him like he was this was the first time I've seen him lost for words. It took him a second to like collect his thoughts. I, it's a huge deal what they've done, but just listening to him and every, I, he's been on the Chris Rose rotation now for probably a couple months. So he's probably done three or four episodes and it is the biggest treat to listen to him 
and just the the mindset and we know what he brings and you're higher on him than even I am but I do recognize that he is different in the leadership in the way that he just handles things and conducts himself and getting to listen to a 45 to an hour 45 minute to an hour podcast to him you know not all serious some of it serious you know all that is just like I'm glad that he's done those shirtless interviews and people get a, a glimpse at that because I've been hearing it. And it's just such a treat. You got to check it out. But some of it's funny. I just made a few notes on some of the things he was saying, uh, and some of it was a little more serious. So uh, towards the end of the episode, he said that him and Bieber are in a fantasy football league together. It's and it's the fantasy football league, the one that Tommy Pham was in, where he yeah. slapped. Um, who did he even slap? Jock Peterson. He slapped Jock Peterson. Uh, he. Tommy Pham is no longer in that league, apparently, in case anybody wondered. Trout's in it. Yelich is in it. Moustakis. Hosmer. Uh, I think he said... Um, uh, I can't even remember the other guy from the... He's from the Astros. doesn't matter. But, uh, yeah, a lot of names in there. He said big money, and he made sure to emphasize that. And when a big leaguer is emphasizing big money, you start sweating a little couple bit. couple M's. Like, oh, yeah, there might be... It has be to be a couple or, M's. I don't know about M's, but you got to think there's some there's a comma, if you if obviously. someone whose bank account or whose league salary is what ten M's, yeah, you wouldn't throw down twenty percent of your salary. I bet you there are bets in like the fifty and hundred thousand range, easy. Like some of the big boys in that league, yeah. And he said he's down 0-2. He said, I don't understand fantasy football scoring, but I'm obviously not stupid. He said he's they lost by a hair. He said they lost by a combined eight points in their 0-2, which Oof. I'm assuming it sounded Oof. like that's razor thin. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, he says he gives he's trying to get Bieber to pay for everything. He's like, and Bieber was telling him that. I don't have any money. I don't have that much money. What are you talking about? And he's like, you're going to sign like a $300 million contract. Like, <laughs> shut up. You can pay for this league. And he said, there are side bets. He goes, there are bets between some ballers in this that he's like our big time. He said, there are side bets that aren't even head to head for them. They will make side bets on head to head of other players. Like they're, they're like side betting on somebody else. He's like, <laughs> I'm in like three group chats. He's like the side bets that go on are nuts. And he said, uh, he, he's like, it's, it is, it was just funny to listen, talk to it. Cause I'm just sitting there sweating, thinking about what that, like maybe people put now 50 G's on like a side bet. And it's like, Oh shit. That's a baller shit. <laughs> yeah. Golly. I know. He also was joking about how him and Maley always, uh, he said he ran in high school. He said he was really fast until he was about, he said 13. He was really fast. And he's like, and then the next year I showed up and I was playing flag football. And then suddenly everybody was a lot faster than me. And he's like, I ran like a 7440. And then that. Then <laughs> a 7440 is awful. Yeah. No, I know. Yeah. I know. As someone that's run a 2240, I, I know that 7 Jesus Christ. <laughs> no, but he said him and Maley get uh, really, they jab at each other about who's faster. And Hedges thought he was faster. He's like, and then we found the stat cast data. And he's like, and Maley's faster than me. And it makes me so mad. <laughs> like, uh, he also said he w- when they recorded it, it was they had just won game one. Uh, so the, of the games that we're talking about against the White Sox. And he's like, the fans do not like us. He's like, I don't know what it is. Like, I know why. He's like, but they seriously are foul. 
And he went on to say that they actually, the team has a, like a team security guard who's ex secret service who sits in the stands and just like as a casual. And I guess that person was helping people get thrown out. But apparently the fan, the White Sox fans were leaning over their dugout and like calling them bitches, like like leaning over the dugout, which you cannot do that. Those that's people, that's the South side for you. Yeah, it's crazy. But I just thought that they have an ex-Secret Service person who just sits in the stands on their side of the dugout, to, which makes sense, you know, that like somebody there that could do something pretty fast. But he said they were yelling some dickless pussies i think they he were getting called and he's like it gets in your head he's like i won't lie he's like absolutely we're human beings he's like it's part of the game but he's like when people come at you with facts about my batting average he's like bro i know i want it to be higher too <laughs> he's like that stuff sticks with you yeah there was like that video of uh it was like his wedding video and even his dad's throwing shots at like his dad it was either his dad or his father-in-law. I forget who it was. Was like giving a speech or something, mm-hmm. and uh, made jabs at his batting average. Like during <laughs> during during his speech, talking about oh. like, oh yeah, I know that you really can't hit, but you knocked out of the park with this one. Blah blah blah. Which throwing jabs at his batting average in this man's wedding. Like, <laughs> come on, have now. some decorum. <laughs> yeah. Show some decorum. God, it's just absolutely savage. Um, but yeah, no, it, 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 go check it out. He's wonderful on there. If you don't listen to anything else, it really gives you an insight. The way he talks about the pitchers, the way he talks about how he handles the game. It just gives you little insights into the team that you're not going to get literally anywhere else to listen to him. Just talk openly for 45, 50. It's not always about the guardians. Most of the time it's not, it's about him. And, but decent chunk, you know, is the subject matter. Chris Rose is a guardians fan always has been. Um, and just the way he talks about things is just, I, I could just sit and listen to him all day. Honest to God. I like, I wish he did like a five hour podcast. I would just be floored by it. Um, and it's just, he's special. He's a special human being, but he's my favorite. Things are, what'd you say? Said he's my favorite. Yeah. And everything wears us down in life. Just like when people call you dickless pussies to your face, which is brutal. All right. <laughs> yeah. You, you need someone to talk to. You're feeling down. Someone's in your ear and your head and your heart about your batting average. No shame in talking to anybody. Absolutely no stigma about uh, mental health. We've always preached it since episode one. Paul's going to tell you a little bit more about our awesome sponsor, BetterHelp, and we will be right back. This episode is sponsored to you by BetterHelp. Have you guys been struggling lately? Maybe you're having trouble sleeping, going through a tough spot in a relationship, or you're just feeling down and want to talk to somebody. Well, the good news is that BetterHelp wants to help you today. You've heard Alex and myself preach on this show over and over again the importance of mental health, not only with professional athletes, but with you guys and ourselves. A couple years ago, I was going through a tough time in a relationship on top of being in the military, being away from family, and some other things. And I actually reached out to BetterHelp, and they took great care of me, you guys. BetterHelp offers licensed therapists who are trained to help you. There are over 20,000 therapists that are in BetterHelp's network. So if maybe you don't fit right with one, then you can request a new therapist at no additional charge. Signing up is so easy. You just fill out a questionnaire to access your specific needs, and then you get matched with a therapist in under 48 hours. I promise you guys, it is that quick. Then you schedule a secure video or phone session at your convenience in the comfort of your own home. 
Plus, you get unlimited messages with your therapist. Join the more than 2 million people that have taken charge of their mental health with an experienced BetterHelp therapist. Look, you knew we weren't going to leave you guys high and dry. BetterHelp was kind enough to give our listeners 10% off your first month by going to betterhelp.com slash 216baseball. Again, that is betterhelp.com, the numbers 216baseball. Thanks again for BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode. Guys, seriously, go take charge of your own mental health. Wow, Paul. Thank you for creating a forum and a, a, a safe space for us to be honest with ourselves about our needs, you know, and, and laying down a beautiful option. I'm compelled. <laughs> You're welcome. Uh, you know, yeah. when you when you say dickless pussy, you know what goes through my mind? That part of Eight Mile when Eminem's rapping and he goes, "How can six dicks be pussies?" That's the only thing I can think of. My napkin and my babkin. <laughs> I have only seen part of Eight Mile one time. I think I've Great seen a total about 15, I love it. Fifteen minutes of that movie. Yeah. So I really haven't seen it. Mm, and if okay. I see it, great. Don't have anything against it. Just whatever. But anyway, thanks again to BetterHelp. So let's get into the games. We'll keep this tight. We're going to keep the same formula. We really enjoy it. Nobody's really said it one way or another. Some people have. But seriously, please let us know under the episode tweet. Tweet at us, whatever, Discord, wherever you're at. Let us know how you feel about this. I thought more people might say something, but we're enjoying it. Uh, But all we really want to do is celebrate, which we've already mostly done. But we can relive some fun parts. So game one was on Tuesday. In Chicago, Savali versus Seas. Talked about this one. How big of a statement would it be to beat Seas with Savali, you know, and just game one, keep it rolling. And that's exactly what we do uh, in an interesting fashion. So we win this one in 11 innings, 10 to 7, 11 hits. We both uh, with one error. White Sox had 10 hits and one error. Um, yeah, a lot going on. I mean, it was, let's see, three to one going into the seventh inning, and then we tie it up. We'll talk about that in a second. So three, three in the seventh. Then we go to extras. Uh, we score two in the top of the tenth. They answer in the bottom of the tenth. And then we drop off a five piece in the top of the eleventh. And what a game, man, and what a statement. So um top of the second, Austin Hedges sack fly, one nothing early. Bottom of the sixth, White Sox score three runs. No thanks to sloppy defense, some plays that should have been made, probably an inning-ending double play that probably should have been only one run instead of three ultimately. But regardless, they drop, they get three runs on us. But top of the seventh, Stephen Kwan, RBI single, and then Jose gets an RBI single of his own. So we just keep you know grinding, like I said. So it's three apiece. Top of the tenth, who else but Josh Naylor? Daddy is home. RBI single scores Quan. Now we're up four to three. And then still the top of the 10th. OG sack fly scores Jose. We get another one. Take a five, three lead. So we're feeling really good. Even with that automatic runner on second bottom of the 10th. Classe gets into some trouble. RBI ground out uh, makes it five to four. But the sequence of the plays for that first run is he didn't even let a ball out of the infield. There was a deflected ball. And then uh, the other one, was like a little squib, I think, just to the left of the mound. And it it is what it is. But then he does end up giving up an RBI single to Jose Abreu. Rare blown save. Uh, so now it's 5-5 five, five 
And we're moving on to the 11th. And thank God for that uh, Oscar Gonzalez sack fly to give us that what was an insurance run, but saved our ass. Top of the 11th, just (laughs) typing this out is like, God, we're obnoxious. Owen (laughs) Miller walk, steal second base. Miles Straw then hits a two-run double to left field. So we're up 7-5, feeling great. Quan then hits an RBI single to center. Ahmed singles, puts runners on first and second. Quan steals third base. Jose hits a sack fly. Now we're up 9-5. to five. Still not done. Ahmed goes to second on a wild pitch by Jake Diekman. And then he steals third. But during that play, White Sox catcher Selby Zavala airmails it into left field. So Ahmed comes around and scores. And now we're winning 10-5. to five. Just how we drew it up. We're so, like, other teams are must be so mad watching us do this to them. But, uh, not our problem. Uh, bottom of the 11th, Brian Shaw does what Brian Shaw does in a blowout. Gives up two runs. I made a beautiful flowchart meme that people really love and I'm proud of. It says, is Brian Shaw coming in at a time that he's supposed to? Yes. He'll get two quick outs and then give up a few runs. Is Brian Shaw coming in when he shouldn't be? Flawless inning. And that's exactly, it, it always, it, yeah. it has held up for the last like week since I've made that meme. Gives up a two-run homer and trash He has time, to feel kinda. something. He can't go out there and just... He has to have pressure on him. It's every time, man. Five-run lead, gives up a two-run home run, but it doesn't matter. Uh, we secured the tiebreaker drop. I want to clarify, even though it doesn't matter now. We had said that if we'd won, that the magic number would drop from 12 to 10 in the last episode, but I didn't factor in, and thanks to Mel on Twitter, and I don't know where she got it from, but she's the first person I saw bring it up. Because we have a tiebreaker with a win, Really, it's like the number goes one lower because even if we tie, obviously there is no tie. We win. Yeah. So really, it dropped it from 12 to nine. And then from there on out, it behaved like it should be. If we beat them, you know, we win, they lose. It drops by two. But yeah, so we went from 12 to nine in this game. And you win the Dylan Cease game. Like, you got to feel good about that. Oh, I mean, yeah. Just cooking. So 100%. Um, and Savali, five innings, two-run ball, first in outing back from rehab. Stefan, Karinchek, and De Los Santos shut it down. Classe talked about a little bit of the struggles, kind of a weird thing, but he ends up getting the win the way it works out alongside this fourth-blown save. And, uh, yeah, I mean, what, what a win. God, we were on cloud nine. Like, we already got the win out of the way. Now it's whatever because we're all geared up again. Like, oh, please. Like, we're ready to fight, but just keep clawing. Keep yep. going. We got no problems, baby. Uh, game two was on Wednesday. McKenzie versus Lynn. Uh, we take this one as well. Eight to two. We had 11 hits, no errors. White Sox, seven run- seven hits, excuse me, two errors. Hugh Paul. If you commit two errors, you deserve to fucking lose. Yes, sir. Um, top of the first, bases loaded one out. Oscar Gonzalez grounds out to third. Mankata gets the force play at third. Then makes a bounce throw to first. Abreu can't dig it out. Ball pops up over his head. He's like, "Ah, ah, where's the ball? Can't find it. Uh, So a runner scores in the meantime, which is wonderful. And we pick up right back where we left. Pick right back up where we left off. Excuse me. One nothing early. Still the top of the first. Andres, RBI single. Two nothing now. Top of the third. Andres, another RBI single. That scores Naylor. Now it's three nothing. Still the top of the third, Will Brennan, RBI single. That's his first major league hit, which was obviously for an RBI. OG scores on it. We're up 4 nothing. Congrats. Love that for you. Always love seeing, you know, 
people get their uh, their first major league hit, RBI, whatever it is. To do it on the same one, chills. Still the top of the third, runners on first and third, nobody out. Hedges, hits into a double play. Don't love that. But it gets another run home, so still productive. 5 nothing Guardians. We're getting it done. Top of the fourth, just to really stamp it, Stephen Kwan's solo shot, sixth of the year. It's now 6 nothing Guardians. In the fourth inning, it's 6 nothing. It's just like... We broke the spirit of the White Sox. They looked broken. We're just like, yeah, you're done. And they rolled over. It was really funny. Top of the seventh, Josh Naylor. Daddy is home once again. Rent free in the penthouse. (laughs) Majority owner. Two run (laughs) bombed right center field. That's his 19th of the year. We now lead it eight to one. And bottom line, once again, made the White Sox our absolute bitches. Wrapped up the division with this win base. I mean, not... Truly, but at this point, magic number drops to seven with 13 left to play. So it's all but over. I mean, it would take something wild. Uh, T-Max showed up again. Eight innings, two run ball, six hits, no walks, 13 strikeouts. And just dropped his hammer on him. You know what hammer I'm talking about. And we are just clicking on every level imaginable. And Quan continues to pop off three for five in this one. Um yeah, I mean, we just we broke their spirit at this point. Yeah, so uh, special notes: Sarah Langs tweeted out that uh, most games with ten plus strikeouts in Cleveland history and no walks in Cleveland history. Uh, Corey Kluber has ten, which Jesus fucking Christ. Uh, T Mac has four, Bieber has four, and three of McKenzie's outings have been this season, tying two thousand seventeen Corey Kluber for the most in the season in Cleveland history. Ah. <sighs> Yes, sir. What a time. I love that three of them have been this season. That's yeah. crazy. Also, Kluber is so good. <laughs> Ten? That's nuts. I know. That's so many. But it's it's just as wild to think that T-Mac has three this season. Yeah. And he might not be done yet. We'll see. Uh, game three is the series finale. That was on Thursday. Bieber versus Cueto. Uh, guess what? We win this one, too. Uh Four to two, nine hits, no errors. White Sox, seven hits, one error. Um, top of the first, Andres Jimenez lays down a beautiful RBI bunt single, kind of a safety squeeze a little bit, uh, but it was with two outs. So I, I didn't know what I would call it, but we'll call it an RBI bunt single. But it was kind of a safety squeeze. Uh, continue to put the White Sox in their place, never letting up, just continue to get ahead early. Uh, early one nothing lead. Top of the third, Jose Sack fly, scores Ahmed. We retake the lead at that point, two to one. Top of the fifth, Quan, RBI triple, his seventh of the year. I believe that ties for the league lead. Uh, and we now lead it three to one. Still the top of the fifth, Jose, another sack fly, scores Quan. It's now four to one. And uh, like I said, ends up finishing four to two and we win. Bieber, a little bit of traffic in this one, nothing he couldn't handle. I don't know what the man above. Um, still shoved seven and two third innings of two run ball, seven hits, no walks, five strikeouts, 12th win of the year. And I mean, I don't know what else to expect at this point. I mean, he has just gone nut job second half of the year. And then probably even a little bit before that and just gets better with time, baby, like all aces do. And it Mm -hmm. felt like he had three wins for a long time. And then you turn around, he's got 12. That shows you how well this team's been playing and how well he's been pitching. Um, so you Mickey love to Mouse see it. Cy Young, don't at me. 
Yeah, I know. Honestly, I will never let anybody like two years from now. I'm just going to randomly in the middle of like he could be on another team, God forbid. And I'll just be like, remember when people said that you're the worst. Uh, yeah. We complete the sweep find of the God. White Sox. Yeah, find God, learn ball, all that stuff. Uh, we dropped our magic number to five, and that pretty much made it official. I mean, we already knew, but this one really put it over the edge. There are 12 games left, and we just need a combination of five total wins or White Sox losses to clinch. I mean, it's over. We embarrassed them. We broke their spirit. You are trash. Know your fucking place. God, I love it so much. It's just unbelievable what we did. I'm glad you're in a dilemma. Yeah, good. I'm glad you're in a dilemma. Um, this makes me very uncomfortable, but I'll talk about it anyway. I know. Uh, I was like, uh. yeah, this makes me uncomfortable. Uh, so the, the Cleveland Guardians Twitter account tweeted out that following tonight's contest, officers Hedges and Maley's apprehend 12 of the most wanted rookies in baseball. Excuse me. More information to come. But ladies and gentlemen, we got them. So Austin Hedges and Luke Maley are dressed up like stripper <laughs> cops. Uh, and there are six Guardians players dressed up like prisoners. And they're not even all rookies, I think. I know. It was kind of borderline with some of them. Well, like Ahmed's they in kinda, there. They kind of are. Yeah, Ahmed is in there. Eli, so what makes you I, uncomfortable? Is it like the sexy stripper, please? Or is it the entire picture? Just the picture. Like the, the information yeah. I could give two shits about, right? Like, yeah, whatever. The picture. Make, it's very like bdsm Yeah, it feels a little weird. Um, and I didn't know where you were going to come with this because I almost didn't put it in there and I thought we'd talk about it. There was stuff going around Twitter of like, is this a great look to kind of use this dynamic in today's day and age? And Especially I don't want to get south into all side that. of Chicago. Yeah, I won't. I recognize it. My gut thing is they're just having some fun. Yeah, don't I don't it. think that there's anything insensitive about it. It just makes me uncomfortable, uncomfortable to see 14 grown men cosplaying together yeah it does and eli morgan looking like i don't know he looks weird in the body he doesn't look cute there he uh oh no he, he looks, looks weird he looks he like, looks he'd be like, like he, boy. it really looks like he too. came from prison yeah honestly it does I, I felt the same way but at the same time they could have used a different something probably than this you know like especially when you're that big of a team and that presence like you could have just not touched this whole dynamic at all and used some other way to have fun. Again, I think it's all in good fun. Don't overthink it. But I also want to recognize that there's probably another way that you could have done it. And, you know, should we really make a joke out of it? But uh, they're just trying to have some fun. But I don't I think that. Yeah, that. I don't really. I genuinely don't think it's anything insensitive. I think yeah. that they were just trying to have fun. It's more of just like the scene 14 grown men dress up. Yeah, and a little bit of hazing, but it seems like they're in on it and all that. And, oh, that's and again, a common agree thing with, you. with like yeah. rookies and vets. So like, eh, they could have they could have done it a little differently, but for all kinds of reasons. And then the next one is what you were talking about earlier. Yeah, so it's the Terry Francona pre All Star break with the Indians slash Guardians, uh, four hundred thirty two and three hundred eighty. It's a five thirty two win percentage post All Star break. 369 and 263 
484. I see what's going on here now. What's what? Use 584, not 484. Oh, uh, yeah, 584. These are his records pre and post All Star break. I. I get it now. Yeah, okay. you just read that. What's wrong? I was reading it as if I just looked at the losses the first time. I didn't look at the wins. Uh-huh. And I was reading it like, oh, before the All-Star break, this was his record. And then after the all like now this is what his record. Oh, you know what I mean? It. That's why I was like, yeah, we, we, we have definitely lost more than 17 games. Like, that's why I was confused. You know what I mean? Yeah, we always talk about second half team and all that. I mean, this shows it from a 532 win percentage. Yeah, to a 584. I mean, that is 106 games above 500 uh, post All-Star break and only 52 games above. Wow, that puts it into perspective. 52 games above 500 pre and 106 post. Yeah. So pretty impressive. And then... Uh... The MLB Network tweeted out that the Cleveland Guardians walked one batter in their three-game sweep over the White Sox with a mind-blown emoji. And, yeah, we just took our massive dongs and just mushroom-stamped them continuously for three games. You guys could see him. His arms, he's in a swivel chair. His arms are to his side, and he's looking (laughs) down as if he's really whipping it around right now. How do you know I'm not? Can you see see if I'm wearing pants? I I cannot see. But leave that up I for imagination. Will, I know I'll be up all night sweating <laughs> thinking about it. But we have a huge for everyone listening. Huge, I am wearing pants. I promise. <laughs> we have a huge homestand. Not so much in importance right now, but in the fact that you could come and support the team, see them, cheer them on from winning the division. The only way that you should buy those tickets, and let's just be honest, not just that playoff tickets. If you're going to buy them, download the SeatGeek app, number one mobile ticketing app. Anywhere you can get them. iOS, App Store, Android. Tell Google them Alex Play. and Paul sent you. Yeah, they'll know what that means. <laughs> uh, no, that they'll be like, shut the, shut the fuck up. Uh, download it. They make it real easy. Obviously, they've been our partner here for a few months now. Big Green Dot is going to tell you a great deal. You're going to want to jump all over that. Someone's in financial ruin. Capitalize on it. Exploit it. Have a great time at the game for less. Big red dot means someone's trying to bend you over and you should take that personally and maybe find out who they are. Don't do that. But ignore those. They make it super easy. You can see exactly where you're going to sit, which is an underrated thing because you're kind of like, oh, that seems like it'd be good, but not a bad seat in progressive field. Talk about it all the time. We need to be there. We need to be loud to celebrate them. Be there, be squared. Exactly. All three games at home, though, and you want to save $20 when you sign up and use it for the first time. Okay. Code 216BASEBALLPOD, going to save you $20 when you sign up for the first time. And if you're into anything else, football, concerts, festivals, all the great, they sell tickets to just about anything you can buy it for. But let's stay in our lane. We got playoff baseball, baby, and you're trying to save money. So download it. Code Preseason for hockey started last night. True. The Blue Jackets won. Nobody so, cares. Well, I care. Which I is like exciting. hockey. I know, but playoff baseball, baby. I'm a multi-sport We're trying to drive athlete. home. That's great, but we are a baseball pod. So, 216 Baseball Pod, $20 off. True. Would you just let me finish this when you sign up? Link is in the description. If you forget it, it's also in our Twitter header. Game one of the Rangers series. Uh, We're obviously feeling amazing. We've now Speaking of hockey. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Nice. That was good. That was really good. I'll give you that. 
we've now won four in a row and just crushed the White Sox hopes. Uh, Morris versus Gray on Friday night uh, in Arlington, Texas. And we win this one. Six to three, seven hits, one error. Rangers had nine hits and one error. Uh, scoring highlights here. If these notes quit freaking out. Top of the fourth, we are down 2 nothing. So it's like, oh God, can we lose? No, we cannot. Ahmed, leadoff triple gets things started. Josh Naylor then draws a one-out walk. Proceeds to steal second because he is fast as fuck. Little known fact. Peggy the Pirates stole second base. You should have your franchise relegated to the minors. Then that forces a throwing error from Rangers catcher Kevin Ploiecki, also former Guardians legend, and allows Ahmed to score. And now it's 2-1 to one Rangers. Top of the sixth, Josh Naylor, RBI double to right field, scores Quan. We've now tied it up at two apiece. Still the top of the sixth, OG RBI single, scores Jose. Now we're up three to two. Still the top of the sixth, Andres Jimenez, RBI single to right field. That brings home Naylor. And now we're up four to two. It is still the top of the sixth, Will Brennan, RBI single to center field. That scores OG. Now it's five to two. And just another big inning for us where we just scratch and claw and gouge and fight run after run after run. I would never want to face us. We must be so fucking annoying, but I absolutely love it. Um, and again, this one ends up being uh, six to three. Um, Cody Morris, another solid start, five inning, two run ball, only one earned, four hits, two walks, five strikeouts, did his job, very solid. Eli scuffles in the sixth, gives up a run. But then the big boys shut it down. Henches, Karinchek, Klasse finish things off with three scoreless innings. Klasse gets his 38th save, even though he gives up two hits, which is a little surprising. Uh, but no damage done. And I also want to point out that we had a track meet on the bases. Jimenez stole a base, Naylor stole a base, and Brennan stole two bases. So pretty disrespectful, but Good. we do I, everything I right that. on the bases. Put pressure on. Manufacturer runs. Um, so special note, Zach Meisel tweeted out that the Cleveland Guardians magic number is three after that win. Uh, they could clinch the AL Central as soon as Sunday, which we all know what happens. Yes, sir. Game two with Saturday, Quantrill versus Otto. Uh, guess what? We win this one, too, which is now our sixth in a row. Four to two. Uh, we had six hits, no errors. Rangers had seven hits and no errors. Uh, top of the fifth, OG, solo shot to left center field, 10th of the year, ties it up at one apiece. It is over for the league because Papa is learning to lift the ball in the major leagues, which is terrifying. Top of the seventh, Andres Jimenez solo shot to right field, his 17th of the year. We've now taken a two to one lead. Top of the eighth, Ahmed hits an RBI ground rule double. That scores straw, gives us a big insurance run. Now we're up three to one. Top of the ninth, OG hits his second solo shot of the ninth, his 11th of the year. We now lead it 4-1. to one. He just pops off. OG legacy game, just getting, getting deep in his bag. Quantrill stays on a roll, six innings, one run ball. Gave up five hits and three walks, four strikeouts. He had to battle a little bit, but that's what he does. Results are almost always the same. He's just like Mr. Consistency. And Tito not messing around, goes with the big boys again. Henches, Stefan, and Classe. Classe gives up a run in the ninth on a solo shot homer, which is probably the rarest thing you're going to see. He does not give up home runs. I yeah. bet you that's he, maybe the second home he run. He doesn't really maybe? find barrels that much. 
But the thing with no, Class his barrel rate is crazy. Is he throws so hard? So the rare times he does catch a barrel, if you can turn on it with how fast he throws, you can get a hold of it. You want to talk about something you should tell your kids, not just that you scored a runoff of Emmanuel Classe, which, I mean, truly on its own is pretty amazing. Uh, he only gave up three home runs. That's his third home run all year. Yeah. Last year, he gave up two home runs. I mean, you want to talk about rare. I mean, it just doesn't happen. Uh, but yeah, he's probably exhausted. Uh, but 39th save, White Sox lose again. So just like that, our magic number is down to one. It's just crazy. Uh, and then I'll Zach Meisel tweeted out after the game, a uh, quote from Tito, it's getting pretty damn exciting. You know, I don't look ahead very far, but when we come to the ballpark tomorrow, we have a chance to close out this division. I'm excited as hell. For me, that means that's one step above comatose. <laughs> Tito. I know. He's so level-headed for the most part. It's just hilarious. Do we need to start thinking about homes to put you in after this? Like... I know. It just re- it reads so. Um, I don't know, old manish. I guess step it's just above comatose. I know. Well, just the whole like way that he described it. Not like you know, oh, yeah. you or us being a manager. We're popping off. <laughs> like we're dick slapping everyone. We're coming for cocks. Yeah, jeez. <laughs> yeah, we would not be in the game for long. Uh, game three, wrapping this up. That was yesterday, Sunday. Savali versus, I believe it's Reagan's. Uh, ten to four Guardians. You already know, dude. Uh, ten hits, two errors. So don't love that. But on the flip side, Texas six hits and three errors. So uh, Cardinalson. <laughs> I don't even know what you want to say about that. But Cardinalson. Get relegated. Um, true. Top of the third, Quan RBI single, scores Freeman. We take a one nothing lead. Still the top of the third. Runners on second and third. One out. Ahmed grounder to short. Rangers throw home. Ball gets away. Straw scored on that. But then Quan comes around from second on that throwing error, which kind of tough play. I, I didn't see an angle that made it seem more like a throwing error. It just kind of like a little bit of a both ends, but just sometimes it do be like that. It but who be, cares about the Rangers? Guardians up 3-0. Still the top of the third. OG, RBI single to right field. That scores Ahmed. Gives us a 4-0 lead. So again, we just these big innings where we're just beating people down and breaking their spirits. Top of the six, Gabriel Arias, who has not gotten any time since he got called up last week or when it was. Two-run triple to center field. You love to see it. That scored OG and Owen Miller. Guardians lead at 6-2. Top of the eighth, bases loaded. And after getting down 0-2 in the count, Quan battles back to a full count and then hits a grand slam after just a, over the... After a nine-pitch at-bat, by the way. Just over the yellow line in right center field to make it 10-2 Cleveland. And even though there was no doubt about clinching, it, that just was like the... Just the cherry. Put the bow and, on it, baby. And shortly after that, we actually knew that we clinched. Kind of anticlimactic, kind of awesome, because we knew we were going to win at that point. But the White Sox got swept by the Tigers. Which, we knew shit, it. The team broke. didn't know it, though. Well, they I'm assuming they did. I mean, they would see on the, the scoreboard. You know what I mean? They, they had to have known. But they're not going to show any emotion until it's like the game's over. Yeah. You know you did it. You get to celebrate. But this really, uh, yeah, you want to talk about just putting an exclamation point or a period, whatever, on like 
Quan hitting a grand slam did not have that on my bingo card, but just shows you how we're popping off. We're literally 18 and like 18 and for our last 21 games. That's nuts. We broke the white. We went three and one down the stretch against them. And then during that time, we went seven and one against the twins. (laughs) I love it. Disrespectful. I love it. All right. I'm done talking. Talk to me about the defense. Uh, So defensive plays. uh, Again, I ranked them. So we'll go in reverse order. My least favorite to my favorite favorite. Um, In game one against the White Sox, uh, Owen Miller, it says just Iller, but I I guess I forgot to type the M. Owen Miller makes a great play on a weak ground ball hit like between first base and the mound. uh, And then makes an incredible flip to get the first out. Uh, He flips it back to the pitcher. I forget who was pitching. But... uh, Way to stick with the play um, for Owen Miller. And then in game three, yesterday's game against the Rangers, Tyler Freeman makes a stellar leaping catch while playing like that shallow left field rover position behind second um, to getting out. And then in game two against the White Sox, Will Brennan flashes some leather, making a sliding catch in foul territory, like right up against the wall. Uh, and then also in game two against the White Sox, Miles Straw makes an incredible sliding catch at the warning track uh, in le- er, in right center. Um, just as smooth as butter, showing him why he's a gold glove center fielder. And that play from Brennan was the first play that he saw in right field, yep. like in the majors. So you cannot hide anybody in baseball. Nope, not at all. But uh, and those, I believe those plays were like back to back, or in the same inning at least. They might have been. Yeah, I can't remember at this point. But yeah, they, we're just popping off. Like Miles Straw should get a Gold Glove. Um, Quan should get a Gold Glove. Jimenez definitely getting a Gold Glove. Please, Sap, you could debate getting a gold glove. We could have four golden gloves on this team. We're going to see, but it's crazy to think about. It's a very real possibility. Oh, it is. Absolutely. Yeah, there's no doubt about it. Um, So transitioning from that to the who's hot, who's not list, um, Andres Jimenez, red fucking hot. Last seven days, 1.237 OPS. Uh, 421 with a 500 OBP and a 737 slugging, two doubles, or not two doubles, a double, a triple, a home run, five RBIs, two walks, and a stolen base. And flash in the leather. There was a play that Jimenez made, uh, I want to say it was the third game against the White Sox, where he kind of came over the middle and made a play, but I was like, that's normal for him. I'm used to it now. Doesn't seem that yeah, great. But still like, <laughs> still like, oh boy, that's actually a really nice. Play. Yeah, and then uh, Stephen Kwan, he's red hot. Last seven days, one dot one six two OPS, four twenty nine batting average, four forty eight OBP, seven fourteen slugging, uh, a triple, two home runs. That's including the grand salami, nine RBIs, mm. a walk, and four stolen bases. So much mm. production, um, yes, sir. Josh Naylor's hot last seven days, a 988 OPS with a 316 batting average, 409 OBP, and a 579 slugging, two doubles, a home run, four RBIs, three walks, and a stolen base because he's fucking fast. Yes, sir. 
And then the whole pitching staff, everyone from Bieber down to Brian Shaw, hot. No, not Brian Shaw. Absolutely not. But no, I just put the whole goddamn pitching staff is snapped. I mean, it's just night in and night out. It's just like I would say, I mean, Brian Shaw has helped these young relievers out a lot. He deserves some credit. He is going to make four and a half million dollars this year while we make what we make while he has like a five, five ERA. He's still a better pitcher than both of us will ever be. So that is fair. But I don't have my last name tattooed in size 72 gothic font down my back. So I am better than him. I can't explain it. Just the natural rules of the world. Um, and then uh, who's not? Jose, he's ice cold. Last seven days at 350 OPS, a 136 at batting average, 214 uh, OBP, a 136 slugging, three for 22, four RBIs, six strikeouts, three walks, and a stolen base. Uh, he'll come around. Jose's Jose for a reason. Um, he's the reason this team's good. So, not worried. Yeah, it's just yeah, he's really been struggling. And then Austin Hedges is back to being cold. Uh, last seven days, point oh six seven OPS, zero for thirteen with a walk, and then he has a couple RBIs in there as well. Uh, that Alex just conveniently forgot to mention. Um, his last 15 days, a 158 OPS, one for 30 with two walks. I just put it in there because we were all like, oh, they're playing better. They're playing better. And then kind of looked and I was like, oh, it feels like it's falling off, like just gut feeling. And then turned out it's like, yeah. It yeah, is, but you but... just conveniently forgot to talk about the RBIs. So that is my bad. Yep. Don't be sorry. Be better. But yeah. Let everybody get rest, plain and simple. This is the time. Klasse needs like five days off, dude. He has been like Tito has been really using him. Like, well, when you're lot. trying to secure like, a division, you have to throw out your best people. No, you do. I get that. I'm just saying it's time for him to take like five oh, yeah. days off. Like, you just just rest up, King. Like, you get you do what you got to do. Um. So yeah. Uh, AL Central standings and playoff picture. We've kind of already basically gone all, gone over all this. We've won eighteen to twenty one. We've clinched the AL Central, which is just chills. Seven in a row, uh, eighty six and sixty seven. So nineteen games above five hundred. The White Sox, second place, eliminated. Minnesota eliminated. Kansas City eliminated. Detroit eliminated. None of them matter. White Sox trash. on a six game losing streak. Total yeah. my Whoops. scrote. Yes, sir. Uh, they're 10 games back. Twins are 12 games back. Really, really, really weird behavior. Uh, not, not seeing a lot of those people that were talking shit all season. Really weird. Uh, wild card. Sorry. Toronto's up two and a half games. I think I said a game and a half at the beginning. Stupid Alex. Uh, Toronto is up half a game and then Seattle and then hanging in there with a magic number of seven for that third wild card spot is Baltimore. They're four games back. So, Going to take a slide from the Mariners and some fight from Baltimore, but good on them. Still six. I was to say, if Baltimore somehow scrapes in there, I will be so excited. True. Especially, oh, well, not because it'll all be in Cleveland. Damn it. No, I'm sad. Because yeah. I, I, I was thinking time. like, well, I was still in the mindset that one game is going to be in Baltimore if Baltimore makes it. And I was like, definitely going to that game. 100% going yeah. to that game. You know what I mean? But, yeah. nah. Uh, 
And then there's the postseason picture. Uh, they have us. We already talked about. Yeah, they have us know. playing the Mariners first round, and then the winner of that plays New York. Out of everyone in this picture, who are you most scared of? On our side of the bracket, obviously. In general. Uh, the Astros by far. Yeah. And then, I mean, if we made it to the World Series, probably the Dodgers. Yeah, I mean, those Braves. are the easy answer. I, I'm way more scared of the Dodgers than the Braves. I would say I'm more scared yeah. of the Mets than the uh, than the Braves as well. Yeah. I think yeah. the Mets have better pitching. I can't explain it. I can't explain it, but the Braves scare me more. I, I don't really have a reason, but I know that you can respect that. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I hope, I hope Philly makes it. I like Philly. I, they're, they're the ones on the cusp for the NL. Um, obviously St. Louis, they're my second team. I have my, where's it? It's right there. My, uh, Yachty Jersey. Oh, big thing. And just fast. Pujols hit his 700th. Yeah. Which absolute chills. It means more to me than it should. In Dodger Stadium. God, it means so much to me. Like I, like it's borderline concerning how much I wanted that. I've been talking about it for like almost a, probably over a year yeah. on this, right? Like saying I wanted. I mean, oh my god, I love I'm it. So One excited. of four players ever. Um, Huge deal. Yeah. Well, it's Hank, Babe, Barry, and him. Correct. Barry, Hank, Ruth, him. I and I think Ruth had seven oh four, so. Um, but yeah, crazy. Um, no one deserves it more in all of baseball. Plays the game the right way. I don't know if you saw the stuff. He was like, "Look, they could give the ball back to me if they want, or they could keep it. I'll, I'll be happy to trade them, bet, take it, whatever they want for the ball. But if they want to keep it, go for it. Like you earned I know. it. What a dude. I'm out." Albert Pujols is the definition of class when it comes to Major League Baseball players. He really is. I oh, I, I can't think of anyone more deserving. True. I mean, he's a machine. I'm I'm so yeah. happy. Like it made my whole everything. I'm so pumped. Um, Baseball America is getting into some news. Baseball America tweeted out. Uh, that there could be a Naylor family reunion in Cleveland next year with Bo Naylor winning the 2022 Minor League Player of the Year for the Guardians. Um, love to see it. Love to see yeah. it. It's a big deal. A hedges Naylor backstop combo. Huh. Fuck. Yeah, you <laughs> overload. You just is his. Yeah, his head's just like sweating, <laughs> just steam coming out of his ears. Um, we talked about it last episode. Um, I think it was last episode about how we DFA'd uh, Ernie Clement, um, but Oakland picked him up, which nothing but the best for Ernie. We've talked about him on the- go to a contender or something. Yeah. Like something fun. Yeah. So we, he, he's a good guy, a good ball player, great utility guy, which nothing but the best for Ernie. True. And then he's going to be able to root his. If we make it to the World Series, fully expect to see him in the stands. Uh, and then the Guardians tweeted out a graphic about Zach Plesac with his uh, Gold Glove contention that he has a uh, nine seventeen fielding percentage, ten putouts, twelve assists, 
and only one steal allowed. That's nuts. Yeah, that's really nuts. I, I saw that and I was like, damn. Yeah, that's crazy. Uh, and then Guardians Perspective tweeted out that uh, Police Act looks sharp in a rehab appearance for uh, Columbus today, striking out five over five scoreless innings, allowing just two hits without walking a batter. Um, five innings, two hits, no runs, no walks, five strikeouts on 65 pitches, and 47 of them for strikes. I was looking. I, I'm wrong. I had Quincy's opinion. I never thought he would pitch again for this organization, but here we are. I don't know what the hell we're going to do with them, but put him back. back. The, we, we need people in our rotation. Oh, we do. I just, we're going to see what happens. Uh, and then guardians perspective tweeted out the 22 year old catching prospect. Bo Naylor had two more hits today for Columbus two for five with a run, a double and an RBI, including his 26 double of the season. Naylor has 49 extra base hits on the year to go along with a 389 OPP and an 872 OPS over 116 games. I don't know what the fuck they're feeding the Naylor boys up in Canada, but holy shit, does it work? <laughs> yeah, dude, it's different. <laughs> That's nuts. Um, And then the upcoming series preview. So nobody really cares. I'm just going to be honest. Like, I don't care. You probably don't care. Like, it's going to be baseball on. It's time to rest. Gabriel Arias is going to play a bunch. Play the kids. Let Will Benson get good reps. See what people got. Let people relax. You know, easy starts. Just keep, you know, good vibes. So you're not cold going in. But we got three against the Rays and then six against the Royals. Again, all of these are going to be at home. Uh, Tuesday through Thursday for the Rays, all 6-10 starts, and then the Royals, again, six games to finish. Doesn't matter if we win all of them. Doesn't matter if we lose all of them. Doesn't change a single thing. Luckily, Tampa Bay is coming to us because there's a hurricane that's about to hit Florida. So, Ooh, And it's going like to hit me next weekend. So, Ooh, fuck me. Yeah. And it was hot as fuck in Florida this week. I don't know. I watch a lot of the uh, one of my buddies had a, a, a bunch of us over to watch football yesterday. And I was watching a couple. Of, I watched the Miami game and the Tampa Bay game. There were people like throwing up on the sidelines from heat, uh, like having bad experiences from like a, a one dude passed out from heat stroke during the game. It was bad. It was like 90. That's really? Not it was good. like 97 degrees out. That is not it. Yeah. With the humidity, too? Yeah. It's not the heat that gets you. It's the humidity. Uh, so, luckily, the Rays are coming to the land. True. You know what? Let's just um, win out. Fuck them. Like, fuck everyone. Yeah, 95 games, baby. Win out. So, um, I did want to, well, real time decide this. I, is anybody really going to care to hear about the, like, I don't want to go away for too long. But I don't think I don't really want to recap these next nine games because they literally don't matter at all. So I was kind of thinking maybe I don't know when we'll be back, but definitely a pre pre postseason episode. So, like, yeah, I mean, if something wild happens. We'll say we won this many games like this crazy thing, like, you know, still, but like not really go game by game for the next one and not be back until the Royal series is done. Um Kind of feels like that's what we should do. What are you thinking? Yeah, just like an end of the year recap episode. Yeah, kind of. But really, it's just gearing up for the postseason, man. Like yeah. that's really, you know, who do we know who we're facing for sure yet? You know, break down. I that think a, I think a, a year recap, like a regular season recap episode, would be 
I think people would enjoy that. Yeah. Talk Whether about it highs comes before and lows. after the postseason. Yeah, before I don't know if it'll be before or after the postseason. I you think know, a, a regular season recap and then a complete season recap. Yeah. That's true. Because we're oh, making a fucking so. push. Oh yeah, I believe it in my bones. Like, this sounds so dumb, but if we don't roll over, which obviously, but if we, we're not cold and we don't roll over, like, we can make an absolute push, and I expect us to. Oh, honestly. yeah. I expect us to at least get to the division. You never know, right, because this or that can happen. I feel I good about us playing happens. the, right now, like we talked about, I feel good playing anyone. I feel good about us playing the Mariners because they're playing like shit. Julio's on the I.L., uh, unfortunately, don't don't wish anyone getting hurt. But when you're when a team's best player is is not playing for him, you feel good. You know what I mean. Um, and yeah. then the Yankees have been not great. They had that historic start to pre All Star break, and then post All Star break, they have been not it. I feel good about us playing them. Um, the Astros, obviously, we talked about scare me. They scare probably anyone in the American League when it comes to playing them in the playoffs. And if they don't, you're a fucking idiot. True. But so we're going to see, man, we will have October baseball. Just crazy to think. in Cleveland. So we will be back. What is it end next Wednesday? So probably Tuesday or Wednesday of next week, come back definitely before the, the playoff series, uh, maybe even Thursday, but definitely give a preview episode and a little recap, but it's going to be time to talk about playoff baseball, try and do an episode after every game, try and just do a quick little 20 minute thing, hop in there, talk about it. Um, a lot of content, a lot to be hyped about. Buckle up almost time for playoff baseball i know I'm literally just geek the central runs through the land baby let's go yes sir thanks so much for listening if you like what you hear please subscribe follow and turn on automatic downloads make sure you never miss an episode like I said a lot of content gonna be coming your way uh please consider leaving us a review it really helps us out lets us know you're enjoying the content and helps other people find the show so if you like it and you think other people will it seriously helps us out just takes a second to do and make sure you're following us on twitter tiktok and instagram at 216 baseball pod check the episode description for all our amazing sponsors all the links to that and more info as well as our website which gets you the discord the patreon the merch store we're popping off we got it all going so make sure uh, you miss out. the website can get you to all our socials too Yep, there it is. Easy enough. And we're going to be back sometime next week, Wednesday, Thursday, something. But we are hyped to talk about playoff baseball. Break that down. And guards up, baby. Guards up, baby. 2022. Let's fucking go. Woo!